Full release dates for iOS and macOS Big Sur are released. Minimum specs for Apple's Pro apps on iOS and iPads. And is Apple planning an affordable external display for Macs? Let's get into it. This is the Apple Daily. This is the Apple Daily where I break down the day's leaks, Apple rumors, and news to keep you bang up to date on Apple. And if you love Apple news, hit like, subscribe, and ring the bell so that you don't miss a thing. Full release dates for Apple's iOS, Big Sur, and iPadOS. So based on a tweet from Comier KJ, uh, macOS Big Sur will be landing on October the 1st this year, and the rest of Apple's new software will be arriving on September the 17th. The iOS, iPadOS, and the other operating systems arriving on uh, September 17th ties in perfectly with the rumored September 10th Apple special event that we've been talking about for a couple of days now. The reason that it ties in well is because normally you'll have your Apple event, one week later you'll then get the operating systems released, and and then on the following Friday, you'll get the new products arriving with people. Now that gives them a little bit of leeway on getting all those old devices updated before they also get the new devices being activated too. In terms of macOS Big Sur coming out on the 1st of October, that to me suggests that we may well be seeing an Apple Silicon Mac at that September 10th event, uh, but perhaps not shipping quite as quickly after the release. Um, my money is still on getting that uh, MacBook and the MacBook Pro 13 inch. I really think those two are on the way. Uh, click the card which will be up there, probably, um, if you want to check out our videos on both of those. Minimum specs leaked for Apple's Pro apps for iOS and iPad. I've talked on the website before about these, um, about the idea that because of Apple Silicon coming to uh, Macs and using a very similar code base to iPad and iPhone, it makes perfect sense that Final Cut Pro and Logic Pro will be making their way to iPad and iPhone. This leak suggests that you will need a minimum of an A12X processor or an A14 processor if you're going for a non-X to run these apps. You will need a minimum of four gigs of RAM, but they will run better with six. So that essentially puts into the running the 2018 iPads Pro, the 2020 iPads Pro, the 2020 iPhones that are being released. So that's gonna be your iPhone 12 and 12 Pros, and also any new products that are released after that. That does mean it's gonna probably rule out the entry-level iPads that we're expecting to see at the September 10th event. Those are going to be running with an A12 processor but not an A12X so it's not probably going to have the horsepower that's needed to run something like Final Cut Pro. So essentially the consumer level iPads as it is at the moment will get uh, will keep access to iMovie, GarageBand and those kind of products potentially with a bit of an upgrade so that they're a little bit more powerful and a little bit more in line with what you would get in Final Cut Pro but then your iPads Pro, iPhones, iPhones Pro from this year. And also I would guess the uh, the iPad Air and the iPad Mini, they will probably get a 12X at least uh, when they are updated. We, look, we think it's gonna be March for those being released, uh, but that will be with the iPad Pro design language as well that we spoke about. But that's, that's what we think at the moment. That is the rumors. Uh, the six gigs of RAM, that would just be the 2020 iPads at the moment. We don't know how much RAM is gonna be in the A14 chips, uh, but I can't imagine that the A14X processors will be any less than six gigs of RAM. Is Apple planning an affordable external display 
to roll out this year. Now, this is based on supply constraints that are happening in the Apple Store at the moment, where the LG Ultrafine displays, which Apple has been selling through their own store, which use the same 5 and 4K display uh, panels that the iMacs use, are now currently out of stock. Now, when it happens that we get products like this that go out of stock just before a big Apple event, that almost certainly points to potentially, at least, a new product that's going to fill that void. Now, Apple in the past had its cinema displays, its Thunderbolt displays, which were using very much the same panels that the iMacs used. Are we going to see a 24-inch and potentially a 30 or 32-inch Apple-branded display coming to the Apple Store? I think there's a decent chance of it. There's no reason that this would have leaked into the supply chain in terms of um, spec leaks and uh, product lines leaking because there's very little unique hardware that would be used for this. It would all also be stuff that they're putting into iMacs. The custom display controllers that Apple created for their 5K displays for the iMacs before, they would just be being used again, I would assume. Um, the only thing that I am interested in is, will we see touch capability on these displays. Now, we've spoken a little bit in my Apple Silicon uh, Mac rumor videos and leak videos about the fact that I don't think we're gonna be seeing touch screens in those first generation products. However, putting an external display there that's got the touch screen capability or at least Apple Pencil support, like the iMacs that we've talked about our wish list for, I think that's a, a decent possibility. I think Apple could pitch that at around about $1,000 for the 5K display, and I think they would sell quite well. Maybe $500 for the 24-inch, $1,000 for the 30 or 32-inch uh, displays with the touch support, with the Apple Pencil support, with multi-touch as well, so it, it kind of works like a huge iPad on your desk, but running Mac OS. I'd be really interested to see if uh, Apple's gonna do that. Uh, there are no concrete rumors for this. There's been nothing really that's been said about this other than supply constraints. We found out this through Mac rumors. Um, Mac rumors didn't mention anything about potentially an external display, but at the moment, the only thing that Apple offers themselves is the Pro Display XDR, which is a cool 4999. And uh, that's only if you want to prop it up against your wall because that doesn't include the stand. The stand is an extra thousand dollars, which caused an awful lot of uh, laughter when it happened at the uh, at the reveal. That being said, it is a premium product. If you don't need the stand, uh, I can I can see why people would want to save that $1,000 instead of including it in the box and making it $6,000. But I also think people would have been less bothered to get a 6K display for $6,000 and not have to buy the stand separately. But what do you think? Is Apple planning their own displays? I would love to see them. I would love to see Apple branded stuff everywhere. I think that multi-display is actually a pretty normal thing nowadays. It's not like it used to be. It's not a very, very niche market in the way that it has been. There are so many people out there that create content that uh, work in design, that work from home, especially now. And I do think that a, a big part of Apple's strategy with their new MacBooks and the MacBook Pros coming out first with Apple Silicon is the idea that you will be able to dock this uh, laptop to a, a great external display which unlocks more features of your laptop. Um, let me know what you think about that in the comments and I will see you in the next video. Don't forget to follow us, living on iPad on all your social media.